Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I'm Rachel True. And I'm Trent Venegas. And you're listening to Quoting Gene Roddenberry. The 100-day podcast that celebrates what would have been the 100th birthday of the man that created Star Trek. Each day between now and the end of our podcast, August 19th, one of Star Trek's biggest icons, or celebrity fans, or both, will be quoting Gene Roddenberry. Then we're going to take a deep dive into why we think this sci-fi legend still has a lot to say to the world. Today's quote is read by Star Trek Voyager actor Ethan Phillips. This is my way of reminding people that in the future, if we don't take our essential humanity, if we don't take our sense of humor with us, those futures aren't going to be worth a damn. We want to welcome our guest this week, writer and comedian Joey Clift. Uh, yeah, excited to be back. Uh, I just got to say, uh, if you listen to the last episode, that Trent is still here with us means he did not get struck by lightning. So we're in the clear. Praise. Trent is still here Praise from Zeus. Zeus. Zeus did not attack him. But Joey, yeah. I would think this is right up your alley. And also, it's right up mine. It's partially why I loved Star Trek so much as a little kid because it had humor unlike so like there was a a superhero movie where there was not one drop of humor in the two and a half to four mm. hours I watched it <laughs> and I just want to say humor is is a universal way to connect mm -hmm. with people yeah uh I think that this quote actually I'm gonna I'm gonna go the other way I'm gonna say this quote's very wrong. Speaking as a comedian, <laughs> all jokes are trash. If we got rid of all jokes, we'd be better as a species. My profession should not exist past my generation. Uh, Wait, Joey, I actually have a question for you. Are all jokes passive aggressive? To a certain extent, they are, aren't they? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that all jokes have a little bit of spite in them. <laughs> they do. I actually, because like I'm a super aggressive, aggressive chick. And this guy was like, you're passive aggressive. And I was like, I'm not. I'm aggressive, aggressive. <laughs> and then I went, oh, it's because I'm funny. Because you have to be able to take mm -hmm. a thing subverted in your head all within half a mm -hmm. second to spit out a joke. And I guess that's passive aggressive, but that's not what Mr. Roddenberry was talking about. Mr. Roddenberry was saying, what do you think, Joey? Yeah. Uh, well, I think that like, just to your note about all jokes being a little bit passive aggressive, I think that like <laughs> what, what a, la what a laugh is, is a laugh is like, it's a, you know, in terms of like scientific stuff, it's like a, your brain's acknowledgement of a deflation of tension. So like, because of that, the reason that all jokes are a little bit passive aggressive is like by doing that, you're like building up the tension that you're then releasing with like a punchline or something like that. Interesting. Right. But by their nature, that's what they are. And then I felt bad about it. And then I was like, no, I'm not going to feel bad that I'm a funny chick who <laughs> uses humor to <laughs> to charm my way through life. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's definitely like if you play D&D, &D, it's like we're all bards with like high bluff stats. Like we are, <laughs> we're rolling 20s with our jokes, basically. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you know, I, I think that this quote's spot on. I think that um, a sense of humor is really important uh, because, you know, exactly what you said, Rachel, it's like, like it, it allows us to connect with other people. Like, uh, mm -hmm. you know, if you're working in an office with a group of people, you're not going to like relate on like the tragic trauma that you've gone through in your life. You're going to be relating on like <laughs> a are... funny quote you saw on Family Guy or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, you are if you're a millennial. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, what I really love about this quote that Ethan Phillips is the one who's reading it. And if you're a Voyager fan like I am, you know that he played Neelix. And Neelix was a funny character. He And he had a lot of heart. I think he had a lot of humanity, even though he was a Talaxian, he wasn't human. Um, he kind of looked like Snarf from the from Thundercats. Like that's how uh, that's what I he reminded me of when I first saw him. But um, I know a lot of people, and I'm I'm in a few Star Trek groups on Facebook, and you know people are very free with their opinions on Facebook. And Neelix gets a lot of hate. People don't really like that character, and I think that's I, I love that character. I because I he is a perfect example, or he's a very good example of exhibiting humanity not being a human so for me like humanity is like love and care for people and he's a funny character he's a little bit of a buffoon um, but as the series continues he gets stronger and he, he grows a little bit out of that silly kind of character that he had in the beginning and it shows this arc of character growth um, so that's why i love that ethan's the one who's reading this quote oh he's super super talented guy mm-hmm. Also, I'm going to say Neelix, uh, this is maybe a controversial opinion. He's a real fashion plate. His outfits are great. <laughs> He's got drip. His haircut is like straight yes. out of a 1970s punk show. <laughs> yes. like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stand Neelix. I'm going to stand Neelix. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trent's uh, rocking the Neelix haircut right now. I have a little now. Neelix going on right now. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. One thing I want to jump in, I was thinking about with humor, and I don't know that this is at all what Mr. Roddenberry was speaking of, but... Often through history, you know, uh, people like when we look at um, Claudius, right? Mm-hmm. I, I love um, history. And we look at Claudius. If anyone's read the book, I Claudius or seen the TV show. Claudius played the mm-hmm. fool, you know, and survived mm-hmm. way longer than any of his other relatives. And he got to be emperor, you know, uh, uh, basically by doing that. And I think there's a way to diffuse things, as you were saying, Joe, with with a sense of humor. You can get the attention off mm-hmm. you and onto something mm-hmm. else with a sense of humor. So in a way, humor is diplomacy to a certain extent when it's not too passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think that like, I mean, to go to, I guess, just like base humanity, like h- humor is just as much of a survival mechanism as being buff is. Like it's something where, you know, like uh, speaking as somebody that like, I'm like 5'10 and weigh 120 pounds and I've been this weight for, you know, a good chunk of my life. I'm not a very strong guy. I know I sound like I'm buff and burly, but I'm just not (laughs) a very buff and burly guy. So my like survival uh, method on like growing up, you know, like on, you know, like a res in Washington state was definitely just like I was the one with the jokes. I was really good at roasting people. I was Mm -hmm. really good at like deflecting and like it's something where like it's, you know, it's, it's diplomacy. It's the ability to, you know, like get people on your side. It's the ability to like, you know, in my adult life, like tackling complex issues in a way that people understand that's not preachy. You know, it's like, it's something that I think is just like a, an important mechanism of being human, you know? I completely agree. I think humor is such an important survival tool. Uh, it helps us to adapt to pretty much any situation. If you're thinking about explorers and space exploration in, in general, I think I think there was an episode in um, Star Trek Enterprise when it's very early on in, you know, Starfleet going out into space and the technology wasn't quite quite right there. They were only going warp five and they didn't even have uh, shielding at that point. And, you know, when things go wrong and it looks like they're not going to make it, they might not make it to the next 
planet to get refueled or whatever. They they rely on humor to get them through it. Like in their last moments, yep. they're laughing and they're telling jokes because it's a way to survive the situation they're dealing with now. And then thankfully and invariably they are rescued. Uh, so yeah, I mean, but humor being a very important survival tool, I think is at the heart of what Gene is saying here. And the other part of this quote is we have to bring our humanity mm -hmm. and our humor, right? So again, I'm having a cynical week, I think, <laughs> and it's only <laughs> today. What is our humanity, right? Because I, as you guys said, it's it's um, it's all these great qualities, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not actually too. It's also these other qualities yeah. that aren't so great, right? That we've all experienced. So I know that's not what Gene's talking about, but sometimes I worry, like, the, you know, because there's all this talk in the news these days about, um, well, they're releasing the papers and we've, we've been contacted by aliens or aliens. And I, I, I have this impending doom, like not, not about contacting the aliens, something them doing something terrible, but us just being horrible <laughs> yep. to them, yep. you know? Oh, yeah. Like we're, we're going to do like a Borat impression at an alien that just doesn't get it. <laughs> and we're going to be like, hey, welcome to Earth, my wife. And they're going to be like, destroy all humans. <laughs> they're going to be like, zap, zap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're going to kill it with our with our bad humor. But also, I, I don't know. I worry about our I think our humanity is being empathetic, being kind, mm -hmm. um, you know, all of those things. But I also think it's our humanity is greed. You know, mm -hmm. we seem to be very greedy uh, people. And I'd like to think that um, that's not the truth of us. But what do you guys think? Yeah. I don't think that's the truth of this either. I mean, yes, there are terrible people. I mean, absolutely, there are terrible people. But for me, humanity is what speaks to the best of us. You know, sharing uh, one of the last two rolls of toilet paper for someone who is just as in need as you are during a pandemic or, you know, stopping to uh, help a, an elderly person cross the street. I mean, just the act of caring for someone that doesn't necessarily benefit you or you're doing it because you see someone in need. That to me is what I think Gene is talking about when he talks about like our humanity. For sure. And uh, just the way that like oftentimes humor works in, you know, in comedy writers rooms is like there's things called up punches and down punches. A down punch is making a mm -hmm. joke about somebody that's, you know, like a, a going through some stuff who's like, you know, uh, on a lower socioeconomic ladder than you. It's basically like taking a cheap shot at somebody that maybe doesn't deserve it. Mm -hmm. Whereas like an up punch is mm -hmm. making jokes about, you know, the Elon Musk's of the world or people that are, you know, billionaires, people that are well to do. And I think that like in keeping your humanity in mind and humor, it's just acknowledging, oh, like where making sure that your empathy is placed in the right places, making sure that you do have empathy, that you're helping people that are less fortunate than you, things like that. And I think that that's what he's mm -hmm. talking about with this quote. For sure. I mean, it's it's actually a pretty lovely quote because uh, like I started off saying, I am turned off by some of the uh, space and superhero movies today that are so bone dry mm -hmm. <laughs> as mm -hmm. if as if we are reenacting, you know, uh, the some... DC Cinematic Universe. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I mean, it, it just depends. <laughs> but I know for me, in some of the toughest, worst, weirdest times of my life, absurd things have happened that have made mm -hmm. me giggle, 
even mm-hmm. though my back is against the wall and nothing is going right, something funny or crazy or silly or absurd and breaks like we were talking about earlier, it breaks the tension, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I know it's important. I worry a little a bit about humanity uh, and our manifest destiny for space. I think mm-hmm. we all know it wasn't necessarily, uh, it's not something we would do today, right? Go in and conquer another country. Well, <laughs> we do it all the time, but we wouldn't necessarily do that, right? So I wonder, though, if we will shift when we go, uh, when we really develop the the ability to go to outer space. I don't know. I'd like to think that we will keep what we've learned in the hundreds of years. But I, I, what do you guys think? Because I think we could go a little nuts if we discover a planet made of diamonds, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, just uh, I, I hope we don't do manifest destiny in space. That would be horrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, to your point, like it's important to keep your humanity, but it's important to keep your empathy for like other other races, other beings, other life forms that aren't even humans. So it's like if we find a planet that's made of diamonds, but there are a bunch of like real cool cat monsters that live there. They're all super nice. We shouldn't, you know, put all of them in a cap blender because we want the diamonds. You know, it's you sort just, of like you just of, said we shouldn't. But I just thought they're going to. What are they going to do with that cat? Those cats are goners. Those cats are at a no kill shelter right now. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, but it, it's just like looking at it as like, oh, like all other everything else has the same right to live that you have. You know, well, I feel like we've talked about this a few times where, you know, I think we'll get there. And I absolutely believe that Gene believed humanity would get there. I don't think we're there yet. I think if there was a planet made out of diamonds, we would absolutely do the wrong thing. (laughs) But, you know, maybe by the 23rd century, maybe by the time we've hopefully uh, matured past our petty squabbles here on Earth, as as Gene mentioned uh, in an earlier quote. Uh, maybe we will be ready someday. And I I have to believe that because I think Gene is right. If all we're going to do is take the mess that we have now into space, the future won't be worth a damn. We have to remember to keep it positive, remember our humanity, and always, always, always keep our humor. I'm just going to say that if we find a planet covered in diamonds that's populated by cat monsters and we try to get rid of those cat monsters. I'm going to side with the cat monsters. I'm going to be like, oh, no, yeah, no, man, those cat monsters have the sovereign right to exist that we do. <laughs> no, for sure. Uh, anyway, thank you so much, Joey, for joining us again. We have you for one more episode, don't we? I think it's two more episodes. Yes, we do. Oh, we have you for a couple more episodes. And also, you guys, check out um, the show Joey works on. It is called... Joey, fill them in a little bit. Uh, it's called Spirit Rangers. It's a really good show. It's on. It's a uh, coming out on Netflix, I believe, in 2022. It's the um, it's the first ever um, uh, show in the history of United States animation to be about a Native American family created by a Native showrunner, the genius Shumash writer Carissa Valencia. It has an all Native writers room, and it's just a really cool show that I'm excited to be a part of, and I'm excited for everybody to see when we when it comes out. Joey, any humor? Is there any humor interspersed on the show you're working on? Oh, no. it's don't, Every scene's Stone Cold Serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, it's got a ton of jokes. It's super funny. No, we see. Great, great. All right, thanks. We'll see you next time. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's quote. So tweet us. Post us, DM us, whatever. We're at Roddenberry on Twitter and Facebook and at Roddenberry Official on Instagram. Quoting Gene Roddenberry is a Roddenberry podcast hosted by me, Rachel True. And me, Trent Venegas. 
Producing are Claire Kramer and Kelsey Goldberg, with executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Engineering and editing are provided by Elizabeth Joy Windham. And special thanks to all those who were kind enough to read a quote and give a voice to Gene Roddenberry's everlasting words. Live long and prosper. 